On this episode of Too Many Books, we review Preaching for the Rest of Us by Robbie Gallaty and Stephen Smith. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Too Many Books, the show where we go through the stack of books on your desk and tell you which ones to move to the top, to the bottom, or get rid of all together. I'm one of your hosts, Jack, joined by co-host Jack. How you doing? Doing great, doing great. Busy summer, but good to be back. Busy summer. We've had our our month break, and you know, I I always assumed I'm not a youth minister, so summers should be less busy because all my youth minister <laughs> friends are always just crammed with you know youth events. But it's not so. Summer's just busy. Yeah, just seems like there's always something. Summer series or. Who knows what else? In our case, reading books, too. Yeah, yeah, of course. As always, too many books. But we're back. We're back, and we've got a book on uh, preaching, a little review for little review for preachers, I guess. If you're not a preacher, you probably don't want this book, but if you are a preacher, well, I'll tell you all about it here in just a little bit when we get <laughs> into this review. Let me tell you a little bit about this book. Preaching is not about the presentation of a sermon. It is about faithfully representing a passage of Scripture to a congregation. Preaching for the rest of us is an essential guide to text-driven preaching, motivated by the conviction that pastors hold the weighty and honorable responsibility of explaining Scripture. Authors Robbie Gallaty and Stephen Smith present a step-by-step process for representing the words of Scripture in compelling text-driven sermons. Uh, Every time I read Stephen Smith... I think of uh, first take and uh. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> uh, it's too bad this guy didn't give his middle initial huh? that's right different guy uh, he actually wrote uh, dying to preach a book that some of you are probably familiar with it's one that we uh, had to read for school and Robbie Gallaty is a guy known for his discipleship work I think you've pro I think you read a book by him or yeah I don't know if I did it on the show or not but I, I did read one of his books this year I don't think you liked it you reviewed it, it was on, okay. on Twitter. Yeah, it was, it was okay. One. It wasn't good enough to talk about, but it wasn't bad enough to dumpster. We still have, you know, love does nothing for the reader. <laughs> it's the bottom, the bottom uh, of the barrel, the, the the whatever the opposite of the gold standard is. Yeah, we'll have to yeah we'll have to come up with some name for that. Whatever the Poor opposite Bob. of gold standard is. Poor Bob. Poor Bob. All right, uh, I grabbed this book, by the way. I, I uh, get a book on preaching, at least one every year. I think this is the second or third one that I've read this year, and I really enjoyed it. As somebody who is wanting to be, who, who really believes in text-driven preaching being the way to go, uh, very expository is, is what I think is, well, the gold standard, the opposite of a, a love does sermon. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to, I was really interested in this book and seeing what they had to say and, and how they laid all this out. So that's why I grabbed it and really glad I did. We'll get into that in just a second. So tell us what you liked about the book. I will be very upfront about this. There are no dislikes for me on this book. Whoa. So it's just 
So everybody just sit back while I talk about everything I like about this book. So it's a it's a dual author book, and that can go that can go a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they really played well off of each other. It was one of those situations where uh, they both just kind of wrote, and you didn't know which one of the two was talking most of the time. And then occasionally, if they would say, you know, I do this, they'd let you know it's either Stephen or Robbie. Right. Uh, but really well done. It all flowed together really well. I think they have a similar writing style. And so very easy read, very quick read. It's it's right at 164 pages, so not particularly long whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it goes by really quick. The way it's broken down is very well done uh, as well. Getting into... Uh, defining their terms, what Bible study looks like in preparation for a sermon, the structure of the sermon, uh, and even breaking down genres of the text, and then it gets into how do we explain the text, encourage with it, use the different styles to reach people, apply these things, invitation, how do we conclude and introduce these? It's just every part of preaching is is present here in the book. Uh, So I like that. Under, easy to understand, breaks down everything. Part number two, you have discussion questions with all of these sections. Mm-hmm. So they, they push you to go back to everything that they've written, think about it again, uh, a- answer these questions that they've given you, and, and really think about, okay, it, do I agree with their their ideas? Is this what I want to do? Uh, or, or do I think maybe this should go a different direction? I hope that you won't think that you should go in a different direction. I think they make their case very well for why text-driven preaching is the way to go. Uh, And they set up really well kind of the easy process of doing it. Along with that, every chapter has recommended reading. So if if you want to explore these ideas further, here are some places you can go to. They quote some other people, obviously, and they show that work. And... You can go back and get these books. So uh, there's a lot of overlap, and I will probably end up reviewing some of these preaching books in the future that they've recommended. Uh, and uh, I would say the biggest thing, uh, if I if I had to give a, a last part, because I could probably talk about this a lot, uh, they give examples. They give actual artistic illustrations of what they're talking about, visuals, is the word that I was looking for there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they break, uh, just the breaking of everything down, making it very clear, uh, making the idea of expository preaching not scary. Uh, if, And I think you probably heard this in school, too, when we talked about, what was it, topical, textual, and expository, textual, yeah. or those, the... Uh, the I think those were three, and then there's another, and stuff like that. But narrative, yeah, yeah. And in in discussion about those things, expository preaching is you know the Cadillac of of sermons. That sort of it mm-hmm. is the sermon, and it almost felt like okay, it's this intimidating thing to only those that are the incredible Bible student are going to be able to take a text, walk the text, break the text down, and that be your sermon. Uh, Because it's certainly a lot easier to throw out a number of verses from all over the place that talk about what you want. 
you know, to preach on baptism from 10 texts is easier than baptism from just Acts 2 or just 1 Peter 3. comes a little harder. This book makes it very doable and brings brings down the intimidation factor of, oh, okay, I could do an expository sermon. I could do it every time. I can take a text and break it down. They, they've walked me through it. And uh, I can see myself using this book for reference a lot uh, over the, the course of my preaching from now until whenever I'm done, which is hopefully right. not for a long time. <laughs> well, that's cool and that's useful because... You know, the topical, I think that's where pretty much all of us start, you know, is that, oh, I'm going to talk about, like you said, baptism, or I'm, I'm going to talk about lying or whatever else, and you get out the trusty old concordance, and you find ten verses that um, that teach about that, and then you build a sermon around those, and, you know, that that's the easy way to do it, that's a way that anybody can get in on the ground floor, but, you know, anybody who's a fan of expository will tell you that that topical jumping around the Bible way a, at some point, you're going to take a verse out of context, but B, I think the point that, that really gets missed a lot of times is you can walk away learning, you know, what this preacher had to say about all these different texts in the Bible, but you're not going to remember that. Or if if you just took, you know, a pericope, a, a, a section of eight, ten verses, or even four or five verses or whatever, and broke it down, you're going to walk away knowing that passage, and so when and if somebody preaches through a chapter or through a book, you get you understand it rather than a topical, you know, it's it's more about how the preacher wants to present it to mm-hmm. you rather than actually knowing the book. And you know, I know there's a lot of pushback on that. A lot of people think expository is bad because you know, oh, you only used four verses in your whole sermon. Well, I used 60 in mine. Well, how many do the people remember? And and so I I'm a big fan of expository too. And so very cool to hear that there's such a hands-on guide to doing that because it's like you said it is intimidating it's so much easier to jump around the whole bible but right uh, well and there uh, from the from the thing we read at the beginning the description it's not about the presentation of a sermon preaching is not about it it's about faithfully representing a passage right. of scripture and uh in uh, one of the early chapters, it says, remember, we're not preaching sermons, we are preaching texts. We are representing what God has already said. And mm-hmm. their whole the whole premise of this is, you know, when Paul wrote Romans, he was intending that for specific reasons to a specific mm-hmm. audience. And when you stay in Romans and look at that text, you're just representing what the Holy Spirit told Paul to write down to the church right. in Rome. Right. Uh, and they're they're big believers in it and really do a great job of making that accessible and i'll add this too at the end when they're talking about conclusions and how to conclude a sermon how to introduce a sermon they talk about in an average sermon about 35 to 40 minutes which i thought was really interesting by the way mm-hmm. uh, which I, I think that's pretty typical in I, I don't know what they're part of, uh, maybe community church, maybe others, but it seems to be very common, uh, you know, David Platts and Francis Chans, it, it always seems to be 40 mm-hmm. minutes, even in their, their local area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in talking about that, they, they kind of lay out for 40 minutes, we take a text, break it down, this is the process of it, and, you know, here you go. Uh, preaching being a very serious thing for the the two guys writing this book and 
it, it holds preaching in a very in very high esteem and making sure that it's done right because if we faithfully represent what God has already said it's just going to end up changing people's lives that's that's the whole idea of the book they do a great job of making it accessible accessible so I loved great. it I loved it excellent there's nothing so I can give pick it a rating on. You want me to give it a rating? Whatever the opposite. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, so I, I said at the beginning, I read at least a book on preaching a year. Most of the time it's two per year, and I've been doing that for, I guess, since I was in school. So the last eight years. I know you did uh, Tim Keller earlier this year on the show. Yes. Uh, his preaching book. Um, and I've... I mean, I can look behind me on my shelf and just see all the preaching books I've read. Out of all of them, if you if you factor two a year for the last eight years, out of the mm-hmm. out of sixteen books, then you have the stuff I read at school. So, out of twenty books on preaching, I could easily say I've read twenty books on preaching. This is the best one. Oh wow! Without a doubt. There, there um, you go. Because of how enjoyable it is to read, but at the same time being a resource book that I'm going to go back to for structure it reminded me a lot of what we learned in homiletics at bear valley of how to look how to approach preaching and sermons and text and all that it just loved it so all right so out of 10 i want to i want to say i still don't want to give anything a 10 it's it's a nine for sure for me a nine if not a little higher but not quite a 10 all right, you know, we're, we're, 10 has to be that rarefied air that we're still That's waiting right. on. It is, it's a, it's a, as we said at the beginning, it's a gold standard, man, of preaching books. Uh, I, I challenge challenge you to find me, preachers out there, find me a, a better book on preaching. Read this and then offer me another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody mm-hmm. that I talked to, I was at a preacher training camp recently. That was part of my, my busy month this past month. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved it. And I took this book there and was looking over it while I was there, and several other of the preachers I was with said, oh, you know, how, how do you feel about that? I said, yeah, it's really good. And they said, you know, communicating for a change is probably my favorite. And I think there were three guys that said that. I've read that one too. Great book. Not dogging on that book and its presentation style. This one's way better. Wow. Just, yeah, I've heard so. great things about that one. So there you go. There you go. I'm giving you a challenge. First of all, pick this up if you're a preacher. Put it at the top of the list. Read this. Uh, it'll make your preaching better right away. Two, find me a book that's better than this. I dare you. <laughs> there you go. The challenge has been laid down. Preaching for the rest of us. What did you think about the book? Uh, if you have any thoughts or opinions on this, you can let us know at strongchurchministries at gmail.com. You can get a hold of us on Facebook. Uh, I'm off Twitter now, so you can't find me. My Twitter's gone. Uh, but Jack's, me too. St- Jack's still. Oh, is your gone? It's yeah. Gone? Okay. Twitter it, is a bad place, no, man. It's, it's, it's the worst. It's the void. So we're, yeah. we're out of it now. So you can't reach us on Twitter, but you can get us on Facebook or that Gmail email address uh, and let us know what you thought about this book uh, and this review and some suggestions for books to read in the future our next episode uh, we're reviewing a book that jack read absolute surrender 
by Andrew Murray. What's that book about? Uh, about surrendering absolutely. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> about humility before God, about you know being used by God for His purposes. It, it was an interesting one. I, I think you'll, you might be a little surprised with this episode, so that'll be the next one. All right, join us next time for our review of Absolute Surrender by Andrew Murray. This has been Too Many Books. We'll see you next time. Books is a strongchurch.org podcast and is available on Apple, Google, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Be sure to visit strongchurch.org for more resources like this one designed to help strengthen your Christian walk.